Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This is Hawaii News Now Sunrise at 5. Student loan forgiveness in limbo. President Biden wants to wipe out billions of dollars for borrowers across the country. What happened during a critical Supreme Court hearing and why several justices seemed skeptical? Fireworks fiasco. A new report finds more than 90% of illegal fireworks citations on Oahu get dismissed. Why it is such a struggle to prosecute violators. Help for the homeless. IHS is set to open a brand new triage facility on Oahu in the coming weeks. Casey Lund is out live to tell us what makes it so unique. Those stories coming up. Plus, it's being called the Dynasty Collection. Six pairs of a one-of-a-kind shoe going up for auction. Which legendary athlete wore them and why they're so special? One of your favorites? One of your yeah, favorites? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Six, so. six is kind of a big hint there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't get it. But. <laughs> we have our first look with their traffic team. Goes over my head. Yeah, that was, I mean, not a hint to me. I mean, yeah, size six? I don't know. <laughs> Sounds great. I know. Yeah. I know. I but that's why it's a team. You're not supposed to know right away. All right. Uh, let's get a look at our first alert weather and traffic guys. Steve's trying to throw crumbs already. <laughs> anyway, get ready for a windy Wednesday. It's going to be very similar to uh, the Tuesday conditions that we had today. Here are your headlines. The wind advisory has been extended now through today in through tomorrow morning, actually. So heads up on that. There are a few passing downpours again today, a few thunderstorms for the east end of the state. And there's still a lot of action out in the ocean, all because of the very powerful winds today. So again, that wind advisory is on until tomorrow morning. So that means all islands could see winds in excess of 55 miles an hour and the Kohala area of Hawaii Island, they are under an even more urgent high wind warning. That Kohala area could get uh, winds upwards of 60 miles an hour, of course, could lead to down trees, down power lines, and maybe some spotty power outages. And you can expect more passing downpours today. The good thing is the rain is moving along quickly. That limits the chance for flooding. Now let's check uh, on the roads. It's pretty wet out there, huh, Lacey? A pretty slick guy. And in fact, in addition to that, uh, tracking a first alert right in town. This is reported to be on the H1 eastbound shortly after the Liliha overpass, a collision. Uh, just a few moments ago, I saw HPD passing right past his traffic camera. So we'll check in with them to get a few more details. But for now, traffic seems to be uh, moving in the area. We're looking pretty good as you get past the Middle Street merge. But you can really see in our cameras just how slick it is out there. Also, really seeing the cameras move as well. We're seeing some pretty gusty conditions. So allow yourself that extra commute time this morning. Leave a little earlier. For now, things are moving smoothly. I'll have a look at your updated drive times coming up next. Steve Grace, back over to you. All right, thanks, Lacey. The U.S. Department of Education estimates that Hawaii has 124,000 federal student loan borrowers. Yeah, they collectively owe $4.6 billion nationwide. There are 43 million borrowers who owe more than $1.6 trillion. President Biden says that he wants to wipe out a significant portion of that massive balance. But the Supreme Court, which is dominated by conservatives, appears deeply skeptical of the legality of Mr. Biden's loan forgiveness plan. Bree Jackson explains what happened during yesterday's critical court hearing. A showdown at the Supreme Court. The financial future of millions with student loan debt on the line. It definitely weighs on my mind. I made the decision, the financial decision for myself, 
to go to the university where I would have the least amount of debt. The high court heard arguments Tuesday over President Biden's student debt forgiveness plan. It would erase up to $10,000 for people earning less than $125,000 per year and up to $20,000 for Pell Grant recipients. Conservative justices, they're skeptical. Along comes the government and tells that person uh, you don't have to pay your loan. Liberal justices question whether the challengers, six Republican-led states and two people with student loan debt, even have the legal standing to sue and express sympathy for debt holders. They don't have friends or families or others who can help them make these payments. The evidence is clear that many of them will have to default. Part of the argument, the president overstepped his authority by taking action without congressional approval. Lawmakers are divided. The president's student loan giveaway will do nothing, nothing to address the root of the problem, and that is soaring college costs. In fact, it's likely to make things worse. Ninety percent of the relief going to out-of-school borrowers will go to those earning less than $75,000 a year. This is not some giveaway to the rich. That's utter bull. The high court is expected to rule on the matter by the end of June. The Congressional Budget Office estimates President Biden's student debt forgiveness plan would cost more than $400 billion. In Washington, Bree Jackson, NBC News. Happening today, a bill that would help Hawaii's teachers faces a key hearing at the state capitol. House Bill 1049 would create a tax credit worth up to $500 for teachers who spend their own money on things like supplies and books. That's all of them, really. This is for public, charter, and private school teachers. The State Teachers Association says Hawaii teachers spend an average of $953 out of pocket on school supplies. Teachers with a bachelor's degree, keep in mind, earn around $38,000 to $72,000 a year. Now, if the bill passes the House Finance Committee today, it's expected to move on to the full House. A new report out this morning shows why illegal fireworks are so widespread on Oahu despite repeated crackdown efforts. The Civil Beat analyzed data from the state judiciary and found that in 94% of cases over the past five years, the charges are simply dismissed. As for cases that got prosecuted and resulted in a guilty plea, the fines add up to just a little more than $1,000, and that's over five years. Authorities say that fireworks-related prosecution is difficult because they need witnesses, and most witnesses don't want to testify in court against their neighbor. But Civil Beat also found that many citations issued by patrolling police officers who see someone setting off fireworks are often dropped. Coming up in our 6 o'clock hour of sunrise, Civil Beat's Chad Blair will be joining us live in studio to talk more about this. City prosecutor Steve Alm is asking for a 17% pay raise. That's according to the Star Advertiser. If the request is granted by the Salary Commission, his pay would be bumped from $176,000 to more than $200,000. Alm says he based this off guidance from the National District Attorneys Association, where prosecutors should earn the same as a state circuit court judge. Um, also seeks raises for his deputy and division chiefs. The Institute for Human Services is preparing to open its new homeless triage center. It's going to be the first of its kind on Oahu, and our Casey Lunn is live this morning to tell us details. Casey? 
Yeah, good morning, guys. It could be a big change for a lot in our community who are struggling with serious mental illness problems or substance abuse issues, those struggling to move on with their lives, get a job, eventually a stable home to live in, and are unable to do so really until they deal with a lot of those problems. And that's why this is going to be uh, such a good facility for IHS. We're going to get to go inside here in a moment, but we want to talk a little bit about what this will mean. It'll be, as you mentioned, the first community-based medically-assisted detox facility here on Oahu, it'll be able to host eight people at a time. An eight-bed facility provide medically monitored detox, psychiatric medication, and urgent medical care. Nurses and case managers will care for the people who need those services after their most pressing issues are handled, like detox. Eventually, IHS will work with them to find shelter that they can transition to and then away to a more permanent housing situation. IHS is able uh, to stand this facility up thanks to a combination of state and federal funds as well as HUD, Housing and Urban Development money doled out by the city and county of Honolulu. The ongoing operating costs will be offset by a state grant that actually officially kicks in today on March 1. So that triage center hoping to open sometime next month in April. Again, we'll get to go inside, get out of the elements, show you around, and talk to IHS, uh, as well as a nurse uh, that will be working here providing some of that care about what this will mean for those struggling uh, here with homelessness in our community. For now, though, Stephen Grace will send thanks back to you in studio. All right, thanks, Casey. All right, it's 509 right now. One of Hawaii's best office buildings has a new owner with new plans. Howard's here to report. Good morning. The 22-story Davies Pacific Center at 841 Bishop, a fixture of downtown Honolulu, was built in 1972. The Scheidler Group has now sold it to the Avalon Group. Both companies have extensive local ties, but Avalon has a new idea for Davies Pacific, a massive condo conversion. It'll keep retail and office space on the first five floors and put condos on all the floors above, more than 400 units. We got 792,000 visitors in January, four visitors for every three we got last year, spending most of $2 billion. Some of the details were fascinating, like the average age of South Koreans, 30-somethings instead of the middle-aged guests we welcome from every place else. Another common feature has always been visitors having been here before. But while that's still true from the West Coast, 93% repeat visitors. U.S. East sent us 36% first-time visitors. And 31% of Canadians were here for the first time. Today's first-timer, of course, is tomorrow's repeat visitor. Norwegian Cruise Line shares sank overnight after the Pride of America operator posted a deeper quarterly loss than expected. NCL also issued a glum forecast compared to what Wall Street expected. On the other hand, NCL is now cash flow positive and revenue per available passenger is up 23% from pre-COVID. On Wall Street this morning, the Dow is down, small kind, not quite 70 points. You mentioned that Korean visitors are younger than some of the other ones that we're seeing. Do they, does that uh, affect their spending? Well, their spending seems to be closely in line with everybody else, so apparently not. But, but of course, we always want to get a certain number of younger people to prepare for future business. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> get them early. Yeah. And so we get all these BTS fans. I don't know. <laughs> just the way it worked out. But all we'll, right. We'll just no, dance we'll just it out. Say, Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Howard. Well, some local church leaders are trying to help out newly released inmates. Yeah, how they plan to ease them back into a regular life for the next 40 days. Plus, it's been more than three weeks since that devastating earthquake in Turkey and Syria, and still rescuers are pulling family pets out of the rubble. We're going to show you some of those family reunions coming up next.
pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. Now, first alert weather with Guy Hockey. It's a spectacular display, the northern lights, the aurora borealis being seen across the UK. Vibrant green colors of the aurora fill the night sky off of Scotland. More amazing displays are expected there in the coming nights. An aurora is formed by a solar flare erupting on the sun, sending charged particles toward Earth, which interact with our atmosphere. Normally you have to be way up in the north. Uh, too bad we don't see those here in Hawaii. But we will see uh, lots of uh, passing showers today, some of them heavy. Let's go island by island to see what's going on. Uh, and the showers are going to be enhanced by this disturbance very close to Hawaii Island and to close to Maui. So Maui and the Big Island could get some spotty thunderstorms today. Look at those downpours coming in. Right now, Oahu's got most of the rain, but everywhere, uh, you know, save for the corner side of the Big Island, likely to get some downpours. Hawaii Island kind of out of the reach of the rain for now. Uh, there's still been in, uh, consistent showers along the north uh, east flank of Haleakala, even out towards uh, Oluwalu, they got some showers, and Molokai's got a good dose of showers, but we're seeing more of the showers here, especially heavy up in the Wahiwa Mililani area, but even out towards the Ever Plain, they're getting decent amounts of rain, and more passing showers for Koa as well. So today's gonna be much like yesterday, windy and wet with passing downpours from time to time, but the good thing is the flood threat is minimal because the rain's moving out very quickly. Now let's check on traffic because it's wet everywhere. The roads are slick, huh? Slick and busy, Guy. In fact, let's head straight over to Hawaii Island. Just minutes ago, I got this update from Hawaii County Police. This is their tweet. They tell me that Kohala Mountain Road is currently shut down by the 13-mile marker. I checked the map. It's pretty much smack dab in the middle of Kohala Mountain Road. They've got a downed tree there, and they're asking drivers to instead use Okonipule Highway as your alternate route. So again, for drivers on Hawaii Island, be careful there on the Kohala side portion of Kohala Mountain Road shut down for at least the next one to two hours. I'll let you know as soon as we get another update from Hawaii Island Police. In better news though, here on the island of Oahu, we did have a collision in town, H1 East by the Punchbowl exit. HPD tells me that has since cleared up. That's your first alert traffic, Steve Grace. Back over to you. Uh, thanks, Lacey. Thanks, Guy. During this Lenten season, some church leaders are dedicating their time to helping newly released inmates in Halava. With help from ACLU Hawaii, this group met with inmates who were just released from the facility and gave them backpacks with basic supplies and toiletries. It's an effort to help them reintegrate with society and not feel like they're starting from scratch. But along, along with the backpacks, we have churches that will also provide funds, some funds for housing assistance and uh, emergency needs and uh, uh, bus passes and cell phones. And so this is all uh, some of the things that uh, we provide. We need re re uh, rehabilitation and reentry to be um, easier for folks from the time that they get arrested, the time that they're in detention to the time that they're released. We just need people to be more supported through that whole process. The church leaders plan to be at the facility throughout the 40 days of Lent to push for more support programs. It's 516. Volunteers are still managing to save animals from those devastating earthquakes that hit Turkey and Syria more than three weeks ago. Tina Cross shows us some of the remarkable rescues and heartwarming reunions. It's moments like this that bring a bit of light in the dreadful aftermath of Turkey's deadly earthquakes. 
Family pets back in the arms of their owners. Weeks after the disaster, rescue teams pulled this tomcat named Xena from the rubble of a building about to be leveled, making for another heartwarming reunion. Sweetheart, where are you? American volunteers from PETA say they've saved more than 100 pets since the quakes hit. They came from a pet shop uh, that was at the basement of a building that was just about to collapse. We just found this dog in uh, a derelict building. He seems to have a broken leg, so we're going to take him straight to the vet. Similar missions are underway across the border in Syria. With volunteers scouring ruins of hard-hit towns, coaxing animals out of danger, which isn't always easy. <laughs> Muhammad al-Jalil says many of the cats scratch us out of fear after all they've been through. The abandoned pets are brought to shelters like this one, where they're treated for injuries and served up their first meal in weeks in a region still reeling from a month of misery. Tina Krause, CBS News, London. 518, it's Wednesday on Sunrise on KGMB, KHNL, and K5. Still ahead, the growing field of high tech growing in the field. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.